1: lightness and heartfelt shares. What better way to mark the end of season one of the Untaming Femininity podcast than to have our much-loved fellow Iguana sister, Leilani Lucero, on our podcast today. We're so excited to have you, Lei. Leilani works to help others to see their raw truth, claim their power and find the inspiration they need to create magical possibilities in life. At her core, Leilani believes that in aligning with ourselves, we can make better choices that lead to an extraordinary life. And welcome, Lei.
2: Thank you ladies, I'm very excited and happy to be here with you both today.
1: We so are, and especially because today I know it's all going to be about relationships, the R word.
0: Yeah, it's a very, very juicy topic. (laughs) It is. And maybe we can start there and ask you, how do you define your relationship?
2: Well, I think it's very interesting because even before then, I think you really have to take stock of where you are in life and just reflect on the relationships in your life from familial, right? Your caregivers, to your friends, to your partners, to potential partners, uh, to past partners. And in addition to that, I think there's three elements to relationship. There's actually relationship to self, who you are intrinsically, your inner being. There's relationship to other, which we talked about, which is, you know, family, friends, colleagues, partners, all of that good stuff. And then I think there's also relationship to spirit or God or source or whatever you may want to call it. And I think it's really important to reflect on what those three mean to you so that you know how to show up in your life
1: well I love the clarity in the way that you define that and I'm super curious which of those three relationships is most present for you right now like
2: I think actually I don't think one can exist without the other to be honest I think that in different moments in your life even throughout your day one is most present, right? Like when you're meditating, you're connected very much deeply to spirit or source or God and yourself, right? They're existing both at the same time. When you're present with friends, I just had a holiday party the other day with my friends in my pod. And that's the focus is my presence with them and my relationship with them. So I think one cannot exist with the other. And if they do,
0: then it creates a very, very much an imbalance. I'm curious as well about that balance. How do you create that balance and what's important in creating that balance in a healthy relationship? What would that look like?
2: I think that's a really interesting question. I think there has to be a lot of self-reflection and constant practice of self and emotional management, right? Because the world isn't balanced. We can see that already from, you know, 2020 this year alone. Oh yeah. (laughs) Right. And it's finding your ground and your center through each moment with intentionality so that you can show up for full presence to your friends, to your partner, for yourself, for spirit. And yeah, there's reflection, there's intentionality, there's also in the, in the intentionality is you really have to set the tone to be present for it, right? So intentionality I think is also very layered and complex but can also be very simple if you have the right intentions.
1: And I I see and hear you doing that right now in this moment, actually, Leigh. I see you in your ground, taking time to find your words, leaving a space, (laughs) breathing before you speak. And it's having a real impact on me. It's making me kind of slow down, actually.
2: It's one of those things that it's really important how you show up for yourself and others creates an impact. And my intention is to be present to those that I love and to myself because I also love myself, right? So it's very important to have that intentionality. It's important to take the time to find your words, to have authentic integrity and to to say what what is actually coming from heart
1: so much and just even you saying the word self-love you know loving yourself yes it's okay to love ourselves and in fact we have to that is our first responsibility and you know when we go into relationship with other it has to start from that point
2: of having a decent amount of love for self first and I, I just love what you're speaking to there. It's really funny. I just, um, I came across this quote, this Rumi quote the other day, um, and it's, it just encapsulates so beautifully what this whole journey about loving and relationship is. And it to quote specifically, it's, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. And in speaking about self-love, if you, I feel that for me, if I'm not coming from a place of self-love, then it does create that imbalance that we spoke about earlier. It does make things, my intentions then aren't grounded. My presence isn't grounded. And it's a really hard balance. It's a very, very hard balance because life can be very difficult. Humans are very messy. And we have to remind ourselves every day that we are worthy, that we are enough, we are loved, loving and lovable. And we can show up in that way because if we give generously to ourselves and to others, then we can receive generously as well.
1: It's back to that giving and receiving again. <laughs> it's come up so often, you know, whatever thing we've explored in these podcasts, it seems to be that kind of dance between both places. And it's definitely a fragile balance, and yet one we have to navigate all of the time.
0: Exactly. Yes, it's so amazing to come from that place of self-love. When you know your love, and it kind of feels like you fulfill the needs that you have as well. And definitely, we also do have other needs in relationships, right? How do you know and express needs in relation to others? And when do you know that those are needs that you can cover yourself and asking for needs from others? I think that
2: this question is a lot easier to answer than it is to actually put into practice. So this is where you speak about vulnerability, right? This question in understanding your needs and being able to speak truth to that, to actually trust that in you, asking and you sharing what your needs are that they will be met is a very hard thing i think for humans to deal with personally i have struggled with this for a lot of my life i think that coming from a place of anxious attachment style and we may get into that in a little bit um but it's a big deal to come from a place of where my needs intrinsically were not met as a young child, as a baby. And so I have to work intentionally harder to ensure that I'm coming from a place that is fully authentic to my needs. And it's not speaking to the shadow side of me. It's not speaking to the fear and the scarcity and the lack mentality, that it actually is speaking from a place of love and groundedness and abundance.
1: Well, and that can take some rewiring, it has to be said. And I'd love to know, you know, do you have any tips or strategies to assist that rewiring process so that we are coming from that place and not getting attached to who we were
2: or what we maybe lived in early childhood? Definitely. And I've been tested very recently in the last few months with this and just dating in life of COVID as we know it and it being the holidays. And for me, when I become triggered and I'm feeling fear or I'm feeling I'm not being seen or heard and I'm feeling lonely in those moments, I really need to take a deep breath, step outside of myself, because the self that I am being in that moment is actually not my true self. So I have to take the time and reflect and really separate, is this really my true self? Is this who I want to show up as? Is this who I know myself to be given the work that I've put in over the course of however many years? And if it's not, you know, think through, okay, what do I need in this moment to actually nurture myself, to give myself love? Is it a walk? Is it meditation? Is it talking to my spirit team? Is it even just a quick pause so that I'm not reacting? And in fact, I'm coming from a place of love that I can actually respond to for self-compassion and for compassion for the other party. And it's not easy, ladies, I can tell you that. (laughs) It's not easy at all. And it, it takes a lot of commitment to yourself. It takes a lot of compassion. It takes a lot of awareness and reflection. And it can also happen a million times a day. Right. So, so it's one of those things that you have to commit to doing the work for yourself because you know that you are worth it. Practice makes perfect. Hey? Okay.
1: Um, uh, I really loved especially what you were saying about that standing back and looking at yourself because we can get so over attached to what we're living in a moment and not see it for what it is. And I think there is a certain skill or a certain, like you say, practice that we can do where we actually look at things just from that slight distance get that perspective and then go into that kind of choice
2: place and you just described it so well there Leigh thank you what has also helped me a little tip that I recently got is to come at it from a witness perspective an observer perspective and even if you have to say okay I'm putting the observer witness hat on right now so that you can actually step because I find that these ideas are great in theory, but to put them in practice is very difficult. So something for me tangibly that I can use is I'm going to put on the observer hat, I'm gonna put on the witness hat and see what is really happening in this situation right now. So I can consciously step away because sometimes it's very, very hard to get to get out of that space.
0: I love what you mentioned there responding rather than reacting to what's happening and that's a powerful place to come from i would like to touch upon what you mentioned a little bit earlier the attachment styles what wisdom would you share with us around attachment styles and how do you see your style manifesting in your life well it's very interesting because
2: we don't have any say (laughs) in our attachment style right these these your attachment style gets developed from the age of zero to three and it's I find that coming from a place of anxious attachment it's very easy to feel shame and judgment and embarrassment around that because sometimes from this specific style some of the thoughts just aren't pleasant. They're negative. They're reactive. They are they come from a place of neediness and desperation because you feel real fear that your needs aren't being met. And for me, I see it play out actually in all my relationships, not just dating, not just in a potential partner, but it stems from family. It stems from your caregivers. And if your needs aren't being met if you're not being seen for who you are if you're not being heard to your core of what your actual truth is it will trigger your attachment styles and there are different types right anxious is mine there's also avoidant anxious avoidant and they're secure which we all strive to be and you can toggle between them depending on the situation depending on the trigger depending on who you're interacting with and what style they possess. But for me personally, again, it's if I want to manifest what I desire, it really takes this work and commitment of awareness and conscious choice. And there is a choice in every response we make, there is a choice that we have as individuals to embody that choice, to come from that truth. And it is very much you will need, I need to step away so I can actually see the truth through the haze so that I can come from a place of self-love and know that what is happening in this current moment, although it's triggering something in my system completely that comes from my childhood, I... Don't actually have to, my body doesn't have to react in that way anymore because I am responsible. I have choice. I have agency and I can use that.
1: And I see you light up as you say that, you know, and I'm also drawn to your word celebrate there on the wall. We're speaking on Zoom and I've just took a peek into your place and I'm curious to know what are you celebrating about relationship right now in your life, Leigh?
2: Oh, so much, so much. This year has just really taken us all inward. It has really allowed us to have the space to take stock of where we are. And my life is very beautiful. The people in my life are very beautiful. The fact that we have an amazing tribe of iguanas (laughs) that... You know, that gather together in Spain where we truly know each other and love each other and hold each other is so magical. It's so magical. And with that, I'm also, you know, we have a fellow iguana, Nada, who her and I have this new program coming out in January around exactly this, creating loving relationships. And I find it to be so beautiful, so rich of content. And it's one of those things that you tend to put out in the world what you also may want and need and desire for yourself. And I think it's, it's just one of those things that while you can have amazing, beautiful relationships, you can also still put in more work and continue to build those relationships. Your relationships have no bounds. You can go deeper into them. You can feel more love. You can, you know, not everything is perfect all the time. And I feel very, very blessed. And I'm also in a place of self-reflection while dating and just seeing how I navigate that whole, I don't know what I want to call it, but (laughs) that whole situation of dating there's a lot happening right now. And especially as we close out through the end of the year with with the holidays. There is something
1: so resonant and so impactful about you when you talk about relationship and it is just inspiring. And for some reason, it's just taking me back to R3 when you and I had a conversation about a certain event that was about to take place, which I shall not disclose. But anyway, you just looked at me and you said, yeah, it's that. And you didn't know what that was. I did, but you knew that was important for me. And that is what I'm celebrating about our relationship, lay because it was a massive turning point in my life. So thank you.
2: I think you bring up a really good point, Sam. And I really appreciate you saying that, because in that moment, I felt like I truly saw you and there was a stretch there. And I wanted you to have that for yourself. And It's one of those things that Nada and I in our program will talk about this, but there's four self-agreements that we have that we've deemed to be very important. There's radical self-responsibility, which includes choice and agency and having that power. There's radical self-love, right, which has boundaries and standing up for your true self. There's radical full permission, which Sam, I think you're speaking of in this instance, right? Yeah. To express what is needed, to m- communicate what um, needs to be shared in the space. And then there's also radical trust. And in that moment, you, I feel you trusted me and I trusted you that you know what you need, I know what you that I know that you know what you need, and I know that you'll bring it.
1: Yeah, so true. And I I just remember after that look thinking, shit, I'm going to actually do this, you know? And it gave me courage. You gave me courage. The relationship gave me courage. So thank you so much for that.
0: It was so beautiful to witness that. So inspiring.
2: It was magical. And yeah, thank you. Like this is, these are the magical moments that they're small, they're subtle they're beautiful and they're just there's just they're gentle and loving and they encompass all of the things that are good and right and authentic from a place of love and abundance and this is this this ladies is how you create loving relationships i'm so excited
1: participants this is going to be such an amazing offering and uh yeah wow we'll put the sign up details and everything in the podcast notes because what an opportunity i would love to ask you also lay which relationships
2: are evolving in your life currently oh it's funny this question because i don't know why but immediately i think of the ones that aren't evolving They make me sad. We all have those relationships that feel a little stagnant, that feel like the energy just isn't there. And I actually think that those require more more evolution, that they require more energy. And if they are, if they, if asterisks here, if they actually are important to you, if they actually are um, providing you with the life force that you need. But honestly, all of my relationships are constantly evolving. I and the people in my life, I think, especially who I surround myself with now, we understand the importance of relationship. We do understand that it is, this connection is invaluable, that this is what helps hold us through these hard times. That if you come wholeheartedly, that you are supported, you know, and that it, it's, a, it's important. Like, Magena, you spoke earlier about the energy that you that you create, what you manifest, you, what
0: you put out, you'll bring in, you know, and that, that goes both ways. And it's exactly as you mentioned now that because we have had this past year, which has been quite eventful, creating those deep relationships and those loving relationships has been such a core cornerstone of survival, I would say, and and thriving in a way. So, and also the journey inwards and creating that strong relationship with self made possible the creation of all these relationships. Exactly, like we've had to consciously choose
2: to get more on Zoom be more digital, to put in effort for our relationships, you know, because we haven't had the same outlets that we used to in meeting people in person. I know that I, my top two languages that are both equal are quality, time, and physical touch, and that has been lacking all year, and I've had to find other ways to satisfy those needs, and it's it's been a difficult it's been a difficult process, Um, but it's also been beautiful to kind of play, play around with that and see how, how can we actually still evolve our friendships and our relationships?
0: Holy, I don't want this to end. And yeah, thank you very much. There was so much juice, so much wisdom, gold. So thank you, thank you really from the bottom of the heart for being here and for sharing your golden treasures on what makes a healthy relationship first with self and then with others so thank you
1: yeah i echo all of that especially the word gold like that just feels yeah so precious this has been a really precious conversation and just the perfect way to round off our first season lay but it's not over because we have our one for round. You know the drill. There'll be two choices. You just have to pick one. Are you game?
2: I am game. Yes.
1: Love letters or booty calls?
2: Love letters. Oh yes, love letters for sure. Ah, she's a romantic. Beauty or authenticity? Authentic beauty.
1: Love that combo. <laughs> dream or reality?
2: Oh, I want to say dream, but
0: I'm living in reality. <laughs> so make that what you will. <laughs> Security
1: or excitement? Security. And for our final wildfire round question of the season, sexy lingerie
2: or Ruby Woo? (laughs) Ruby Woo while wearing sexy lingerie, of course. (laughs) Oh, you know, that's making me want to
1: put on my Ruby Woo. I have this now, thanks to you in my coaching room and regularly touch it up when I need a bit of a boost. So yes to the ruby way.
2: Sometimes you just need a bit of color in your life to jazz <laughs> things up.
0: Fully, fully agree. <laughs> 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 oh, thank you, Leigh. Thank you, thank you very much. This has been really inspiring and uh, and uplifting. So and hopeful for the relations that we're going to create. Thank you, ladies. It's
2: been such a joy being with you and sharing this beautiful venture with you. This podcast is amazing. And I just, I love getting together with you both at any time. I just, there's so much love here and you two and your relationships, uh, like you are very important to me and special to me. So thank you very much for this opportunity. And yeah, I hope it resonates with everyone. Mm Thank you for listening to the
1: Untaming Femininity podcast.
0: Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity.
1: Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares.